to C3 Church Hepburn Heights. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Well, we are in week five of our Built Up series. How many weeks will this series go? My guess is somewhere in the 20s. (laughs) So just prepare yourself, right? I promise it won't be the same message uh, another 15 times. But here's something that we can understand about God's Word is when we think we own a concept, we're actually in dangerous ground. Because whatever level of ownership we have is, is beautiful and right, but there is a depth that doesn't end where God wants to take us in connection to Him and understanding of His Word. And so lean in, lean into the series together. So... So today, uh, we're going to worship again and, and have an opportunity. We're going to open the altar and have a time of prayer together. That'll be in a, in a little while. We get, we're going back into, into chapter 12, and we read all of chapter 12 together uh, last week. We'll go there just quickly, but just to remind us before we jump on in. So what we're, this series called Built Up, is we are looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 13, and 14. And so we're going to bounce around that space for the next few months and and know that there are things that God wants to unlock in us where we would be built up and we would understand what it is that we are a part of building up with, with whole like layers that just come alive that we've never seen before. So we're looking at the body, the there's this metaphor that we see in 1 Corinthians 12, where we see that we are the body of Christ. And so it's a, it's a metaphor, it's a picture that we can understand that we're all a part, if you can picture a body, that we're all a part of the body. And, and so we're different and our part of the body is different, our contribution is different, we look different to someone else, someone else looks different to us, and that's how it is meant to be. And so we're a part of this glorious body. And it's not just a metaphor we see in at the, the back end of chapter 12, that this is actually a, a supernatural reality. This is a spiritual reality that now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it, that we have been grafted in. We have been born again into the body of Christ. Christ. And I want this to just go deeper for each and every one of us today. So recapping last week, point one was you matter. So if you're a part of the body of Christ, our first point was you matter. And secondly, your point of difference matters. So if if you have been called to be a part of the body of Christ, it, it is clearly obvious that you must matter. If God has called you to be a part of His body, you matter and your point of difference, your gift and what makes you you, that matters. And if we undervalue ourselves or our gifts as a part of the body, the body actually loses out. The body suffers. So, so there we need the supernatural love of God to fill us afresh so that there would be an even deeper understanding that man as a part of Christ's body, I matter, my life matters. And my gifts and my point of difference matters. And then moving from that place, others matter and others' point of difference also matters. So the person sitting next to you, just as, as you matter, they matter. That each and every one of us are so critical to a, being a part of this, this body of Christ. And likewise, their point of difference 
matters. And if we undervalue someone else's point of difference, if we expect them more to look like us or the function that our part of the body has, we wish they had that function when they're not called to have that, then if we, if we have that kind of mindset, if we undervalue others, then again, the body actually suffers. And so we need to approach the difference in each other with curiosity as opposed to criticism. With a curiosity as to, wow, I wonder what part of the body that is. I wonder if God could be shaping something in me through the point of difference that I see in them. Whether it's holy or whether it's yet to be redeemed, God's still working on us through others. And then fifthly, that every body part makes a choice. Whether we function independently and therefore ineffectively, or whether we function interdependently and therefore effectively. We're going to read from 1 Corinthians 12 again today. And this time we're reading from the message paraphrase. And if that upsets you, then you can read along with the NIV. Something else. But seeing as we read it last week, I think we're safe. So here we go. 1 Corinthians 12 from verse 4. God's various gifts are handed out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various ministries are carried out everywhere, but they all originate in God's spirit. God's various expressions of power are in action everywhere, but God himself is behind it all. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. Everyone gets in on it. Everyone benefits. All kinds of things are handed out by the Spirit and to all kinds of people. The variety is wonderful. Wise counsel, clear understanding, simple trust, healing the sick, miraculous acts, proclamation, distinguishing between spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues. All these gifts have a common origin, but are handed out one by one by the one Spirit of God. He decides who gets what and when. From verse 12. You can easily enough see how this kind of thing works by looking no further than your own body. Your body has many parts, limbs, organs, cells, but no matter how many parts you can name, you're still one body. It's exactly the same with Christ. By means of his one spirit, we all said goodbye to our partial and piecemeal lives. We each used to independently call our own shots, but then we entered into a large and integrated life in which he has the final say on everything. This is Christianity. This is being a follower of Christ. And this is what we proclaimed in word and action when we were baptised. Each of us is now a part of his resurrection body, refreshed and sustained at the one fountain, his spirit, where we all come to drink. The old labels we once used to identify ourselves, labels like Jew or Greek, slave or free, are no longer useful. We need something larger, more comprehensive. From verse 14. I want you to think about how all of this makes you more significant, not less. A body isn't just a single part blowing up into something huge. 
It's all the different but similar parts arranged and functioning together. If foot said, I'm not elegant like hand, embellished with rings, I guess I don't belong to the body, would that make it so? If ear said, I'm not beautiful like eye, transparent and expressive, I don't deserve a place on the head, would you want to remove it from the body? If the body was all eye, just picture that, how could you hear? If it was all ear, how could it smell? Lord, I, I pray that even as we read from your word, God, that you would stir us, you'd draw us back into your word. And Lord, I do, I ask that you would give us ears to hear. God, give us ears to hear. Lord, let, let there be open hearts, open minds, open spirits before you today. Lord, as we lean in to you, that you, Lord, through the power of the Spirit, that you would awaken truth. You would illuminate all truth. Let us see your glorious body, Lord, in a way we never have. Let us see our part. Let us see the part of others. Let us see with eyes of faith. Let us see into this mystery of the Spirit in a way that truly unlocks something inside of us and helps us to to be more effective as your body in the here and now. God, work in us as we open our hearts afresh to you. So if the body was all eye, how could it hear? If all ear, how could it smell? As it is, we see that God has carefully placed each part of the body, that's you and I, right where he wanted it. Let's fast forward to verse 27. Verse 27, you are Christ's body. That's who you are. You must never forget this. When you're at work tomorrow or school, you must not forget this reality. When you're at home and you're frustrated, you must not forget this reality. And decades from now, you must not forget this. And only as you accept your part of that body does your part mean anything. You're familiar with Some of the parts God has formed in his church, which is his body, apostles, prophets, teachers, miracle workers, helpers, healers, organizers, those who pray in tongues. But it's obvious by now, isn't it, that Christ's church is a complete body and not a gigantic unidimensional part. It's not all apostle, not all prophet, not all miracle worker, not all healer, not all pray in tongues, not all interpreter of tongues. And yet some of you, Keep competing for so-called important parts. But now I want to lay out a far better way for you. And the word then continues into chapter 13 and, and in the original writings, chapter 12, 13 and 14 are just one chunk, no verses. They've all been chapters and verses being added in later, but it's a chunk that works together. And, and so it moves straight from what we've just read into love. And ultimately, you and I have no hope of being his body in the way that he attended without the love of God doing miracles in us each each and every day. Like we we are not able in and of ourselves to treat each other in the way he calls us to without his love doing miracles 
in us, in you and I, each and every day. And so can you stand to your feet, please? Can you just place your hand on your heart for me? Just roughly find where it is. And just look, look to him. Just go ahead and, and lift your heart to him. Ask for his love to fill, to overflow. His perfect love, the love that took him to the cross. Lord, that each one of us would receive your love for us. Where it could almost be like we're looking into your eyes, Father, and seeing the an indescribable love in your eyes for us. That as you look at us, we we feel no shame. Is called to freedom, embraced by your love, welcomed. God, let us understand something afresh of how high and long and wide and deep your love is. And then, Lord, would you let that love, your, your agape love, God, would it spill over in how we see others? God, where the judgment that so easily lives in our heart for others, where there would be daily miracles in our heart where your love transforms, where we would see our brothers and sisters through your eyes of love. And so God, we we need this miracle alive in us. And we pray not just for ourselves, but Lord, for your, your glorious body across the world, for the body of Christ. Lord, that there would be your love breaking out in each and every one of us. God, that those who would call themselves followers of Jesus, that there would be, Lord, an unfolding of your heart afresh. Lord, that we would know what love is and God, that there would be a, a, this, this deep transaction inside and then there would be lifestyles that would display your love with such power that the world would see. They would see something of who you are because of your love in us. And so God, we ask for a supernatural work of your spirit in us to make this so more and more each day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Point number six. Just being a part of this glorious body. Your contribution is essential. Our contribution is essential. And we have to, I think each of us, we have to work hard to break this pressure that would want to come upon us each week that church is somewhere we go or church is a, 
is a moment in our week that we, that we go to and we come with a framework of having something good for us. That it would be something that we could spectate in or, or be this opportunity for our preferences to be met and it to be a, a pleasurable experience for self. And there's, there's a part of that that hopefully is true. But we are called to be the body of Christ. And when we gather, each one of us is a part of it. That church doesn't happen to us. We are church. And the feel in this place is completely different depending on how we understand what it is as we come together. And so as you come hungry for God and looking to be blessed and to be a blessing, then there is a faith and an electricity on a Sunday that's completely different than if we don't. And so we are a part. There's this glorious interplay where each of us is called to contribute into this beautiful body. And each of us, our part matters. And, and so let's read from, from 1 Peter chapter 4. And so as we are an active part of His body, God is glorified. God is honoured. 1 Peter 4, let's read from verse 7. The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and of sober mind so that you may pray. Alert Christians pray and praying Christians become more alert. And so can I call us afresh to a place of prayer? And this is not for us. This is a rising call of prayer across the body of Christ. That is, that is exciting, but should bear some weight in our lives. That prayer for you and I this year should not look like what it did last year. However, if you look back on your prayer life last year, however you feel like you want to Tick the boxes of, that was great prayer. That was, I nailed my, my prayer goals. Or however you fall far, you think you fell uh, below those. For us to engage, and there is a movement of God's Spirit that is calling us into a place of prayer and will help enable our prayer with fresh unction as we submit to that. And so can I encourage us, and this is for our team, and this is for all of us to submit ourselves to a fresh posture of prayer as God is readying His church for what He wants to do in the world. And we are a part of what He is calling forth there. Verse 8, above all, love each other deeply. And as we, you know, the, the more you read 1 Corinthians 12, 13 and 14, there is an interplay between the body, the gifts and love where they're inseparable. The body, the gifts and love are inseparable. Love each other deeply. And as I said, we, we need God's help to love each other in the way we're called to. I do, you do. Because love covers over a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace. 
So you've been graced by God in such a unique, precious and powerful way. And the correct response to receiving that grace is to activate it to bless others. And so many of you, so many of us have had the joy of this for decades. And I want to thank you, those who have led the charge for a lot longer than I've been around in serving God faithfully, using your gifts to serve others in all different capacities, as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. No pressure. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength that God provides. So that, so that in all things, so as the gifts are exercised, as we're serving others, as we're faithful stewards in releasing these gifts, it results in, so that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory and power forever and ever. Amen. And so as you and I, own the gifts that He's given us, discover what they are and exercise them for His glory. He is honoured. He is glorified. And secondly, let's look at 1 Corinthians 12, 7. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given. Manifestation, there is a, there is a, a physical... Can you see what my fingers are doing if you're on the podcast? Uh, it has real world application is a manifestation of the Spirit moving and working in us and, and through us. Now to each one, a manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good, the common good, the common good where it's advantageous for all. It's beneficial. And you and I have the glorious privilege and responsibility of being called by God to be someone who would live in a way for the common good, where our lives would be advantageous for all, where it's beneficial, where us being who God has called us to be, where there is this this bringing together, this coming together of beneficial outcomes for the common good. Let's, Let's go to Ephesians 4, 15 and 16, and and it's just been speaking about various gifts. And and here we see, instead, speaking the truth and love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of Him. This is the body of Christ, to Him who is the head, that is Christ. From Him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love. Again, this interplay, body, gifts, Love inseparable. And this happens as each part does its work. 1 Corinthians 14, 12. Since you are eager for the gifts of the Spirit, try to excel in those that build up the church. And so we see there is this common good, this building others. This is what happens as our gifts are. Exercise. I, I wanna, I wanna give us a sound. Here, here's what I believe is the, is the sound of this building. What this building sounds like. And and if we can go to uh, one Corinthians fourteen three. And so we're gonna dive in in weeks coming into the gifts in detail. And I, I'm really looking forward to, to doing that. But here's a sound that God is calling forth in His church. 
And so it's it's a prophetic sound. It's a sound that builds. And so 1 Corinthians 14.3, but the one who prophesies speaks to people for their strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. They're strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. And so what I, what I hear God calling me to and us to is that there would be a sound in our building, in the exercising of our gifts, in our being who God has called us to be, in our being active in the body, and the sound of our lives. It would carry this prophetic sound, which is strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. That when you're at work and you're living in light of who God has called you to be, that people around you, that there would be this rising sense, that in you there's this sound, this this flavour of, of strengthening, encouraging, and comfort. When we gather together and we're in conversation together, that we would inspire and encourage each other and call each other to this place where there is a sound that is alive in us that is a strengthening and encouraging and a comfort because we have this unbelievable opportunity in a world whose words are so cutting, in a world where the flavour is so divisive and it's a world that we have to be so careful doesn't permeate into us and we suddenly start start behaving in a similar way without even realising we're doing so. And that there would be a shift and there would be a movement of the Spirit of God where we could be so countercultural that the cutting, the scissor culture that we live in would so not be the sound of the church. But there is a sound alive in us as His love has broken out in our hearts afresh where there would be the sound of building, encouraging, strengthening, this comfort where it's not just words that sound nice, but there is truly a supernatural unction of God in them. And so I believe that this is available for those who present themselves and say, God, that's what I want in me. God, that's not just what I want. That's what I need in me. I can see that's what the world needs. And so I present myself and I want that prophetic sound, a sound to a generation, a sound that carries the heartbeat of heaven and now sound in our world. Lord, that there would be a gift of wisdom that accompanies it so I would know that in every context I step into, what does it sound like to have this strengthening, this encouraging, this comfort that flows through me? And so there is this opportunity for you and I to be a part of that sound. Can I, uh, Aaron, can we just put the website up just for a moment? Thanks, mate. I, I want to give us a, a couple of practical kind of thoughts here. And so, so this is our, our church website. And so c3hh.com.au. If you click on the here, the, our purpose, which takes you through to the purpose circles. And so then... You hit our purpose. You can go straight to this by putting in our website slash purpose. And so here, I might actually, we're just going to go straight out to grow as influencers. And so, so add on the left-hand side here. And what I want to do is, is if we've been talking about the body and gifts, and if you're like, I don't even really know what you're talking about, Jace. Uh, we're about to get a whole lot more practical in weeks to come. And it's a little bit like, you know, when you hit the Bible, you, you understand the Bible by reading the Bible. And to take a few verses, you understand those few verses by understanding the whole context. And, and this is one of those beautiful and challenging teaching series, preaching series, where if you just come one week, it's going to make 
sense, but it makes a whole lot more sense in the whole. And so I'd really encourage you to be a part of, of getting the whole into you on the podcast or, or YouTube. Um, but, but one thing that could be helpful is, so here, you can come on to Grow as Influencers. If you click on the Spiritual Gift Survey, you can, if you've never done something like this or you haven't for a while, I actually did it during the week. Uh, just to have a bit of fun. And, and so there are 25 gifts that have been identified. And again, that's not an exhaustive list, but uh, on this spiritual gift survey. And you go on, you answer a bundle of questions, takes you about 15 minutes, and then it, it gives you a bit of a readout as to what your spiritual gifts may be. And so if you're like, I just need a next step, I don't really know what to do now, then this could be a really helpful, practical next step. There's also a personality profile under there. And so then I'd encourage you to to do that and then talk to someone who's further along in their faith or you know could just be helpful for you and then figuring out, okay, how could this work? If this is my gift, what does that look like in my current context? And because as our context changes, then how our gifts outwork absolutely change. And so is is Helen Bauer here today? Ah, hey, Helen. How are you going? I'm just going to very quickly come over here. And this is really, I haven't prepared Helen for this. And so thank you for saying yes, Helen. <laughs> Appreciate it. So I uh, had a chat with Helen a uh, couple of weeks ago, I guess. And uh, do you, you want to come and stand with me or you want to sit here and you can face everyone? Can, whatever's easier for you. So face this way. Okay, everyone's looking at you. Okay. So would you want to first say hi? What do I say? Good, good. So uh, we had a chat and, and in our Wednesday night gather prayer, we, we've had some opportunity for kind of owning and exploring the gifts of the Spirit. And so after one of those, you said something like, I think I've got a prophetic thing. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Yes. But several years ago, I actually asked for prayer um, for prophetic things, and um, the man who was praying for me um, he just laid hands on me, looked at me, and said, I'm not going to pray. You've already got it. Um, but I've never really used it. So I was asking, uh, Jason, please, um, I'd like to get started uh, a little bit late, but. <laughs> Better late than never. How good is this? It's so good. So, so it's like, awesome. It says, eagerly desire the spiritual gifts, especially the gift of prophecy. And Holy Spirit chooses who he distributes to and, and when. And so it's not like we, we crowbar God's arm and he has to give us a, a certain gift at a certain time. But there, there's an element of God wants us hungry to receive things from him that can bless others. He wants the world blessed and he wants to do it through us. And so for us leaning in, and so I just felt this beautiful heart in Helen. So it's like, okay, let's, um, now let's make some practical outworking for this. And so do you remember the challenge that I gave you? Yes. Uh, Jason said, oh, that's good. Um, let's start next Sunday. <laughs> Find five people. Um, how do you think you're going to be prophetic towards them. And I said, um, I think encouragement. And he said, well, that, that's good. Yeah, we need that today. Right, so your job next Sunday is to find five people to pray for, to give them a word of encouragement. So, good. Mm. so, 
So how did you go? I love this. How did you go the first Sunday after that, Helen? The first Sunday after that, I'm saying, Lord, please show me who in this congregation, most of whom I don't even know, um, uh, can I give a word to? And um, I didn't see a single one. I tried ever so hard. I tried. I looked around me. I couldn't see anybody that looked down. It looked at any encouragement. Nothing. And, uh, yeah, I went home saying, well, Lord, um, that was a bummer. <laughs> that was a bummer. That's <laughs> oh, so good. So if you would like Helen to see you more visibly on a Sunday... I recommend vibrant clothes and a really sad face, okay? <laughs> that'll, uh, that'll help. And so then we had a chat and, uh, and I, I said, hey, because I was in, in Bali with our location there that first week and so I saw Helen later at prayer. I was like, how did you go? And she said, oh, pastor, not good. <laughs> um, not good. And, and it's cool. This is, this is real life, right? Real life. And we don't want to force this where it's something of our flesh then making something happen. But then last Sunday... Last Sunday, I just realised after the service that I had actually spoken to three people and uh, one of them specifically um, just began to weep as I started to speak with her. And so I just praised God, wow, you know, that was just so natural. I didn't even realise that I was doing it. (laughs) This is lovely. So, Helen, is a part of the body and has a fresh understanding of a part that she can play to build it. It doesn't need a microphone or a title, just something of the Spirit of God stirring and then a practical obedience walk and you know there was discussion and and some teamwork in that and and can I ask the band to come and join me please Um, and I want to I want to encourage each and every one of us that that there are probably a hundred thousand different ways that your gifts could be exercised for the glory of God and sometimes particularly now where life is it just feels so full for so many of us and maybe we've served God in one capacity and, and then that season is finished. And so then we, like, to be honest, maybe we, we're just kind of rocking up doing church. And, and here's a fresh call to be a part of what God is doing to build and stir and encourage. And... Can, we, can we stand together? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to sing in just a moment. You know, you are loved by God. so thoroughly 
delights in you. And he calls us to this place of freedom. And you know, there are things in me that fight that at times. And he still calls and beckons. Times when I get it right, times when I get it wrong. He still calls and beckons. And I want us to just relentlessly respond to his call. See again that you're a part of the glorious body of Christ. Your part matters. All of our parts matter. And so in these next few moments, while the band leads us in a song, I I simply want us to hold this all before the Lord. And so you could go a whole lot of different directions in these next few moments. Maybe, maybe you feel it's an act of obedience. You just need to come down the front and be on the altar and, and you, you're just standing here. Maybe you actually just, you want to sit and open your Bible and start reading 1 Corinthians 12 or 13 or 14. Maybe even as Helen was talking, something is kind of stirred for you and you just want to go over and stand with her and thank her for her courage in these mature years to not be stale in her walk with God, but hungry for more. Maybe there's a friend here and you just want to put your arm around them and pray with them and say, God, would you help us? Maybe there's a deep repentance that needs to happen. And you know that as you look at other parts of the body that you so quickly go to judgment or criticism. And so it's a God, would you radically reshape that malformed part of my heart. Let it look more like you. Maybe it's that you want to surrender your gifts and just go, God, I think I know what you've given me and and I just want to say again, they're yours. And would you help me find fresh expression in that? And you may do that in your chair. You may do it down the front. Maybe it's a God, I just, I need to know your love. I need to know that I actually matter in the body. Or it's, I want your love for others. Or Maybe you just may be standing there interceding for the body of Christ. I just have a deep work of God in my heart for the body macro. For his church across the world. That we would be united in his love where there's no other banner that matters except the banner of Jesus Christ. And I know many of you have got that lean and so maybe this is just a place of intercession for you for that. So whatever it is, just be obedient to what you feel God kind of stirring for you. And thank you, Ben. Why don't you lead us in the song? Let's lift our hearts to him. Thanks so much for joining us here on our podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. 
If you want to check out more about our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, go to c3hh.com.au.